You are listening to Kelly's Limitless Conversations, Episode 1, where we offer resources and advice in a down-to-earth way for you to hone in your skills God gave us to create a life you love to lead. Today, I will be discussing a passion of mine, which is researching family history, also known as genealogy. Today, I'll be providing the listener some resources and tips on how to get started. When I think back on how I got started researching uh, my family history, I could remember when I was a child, I was always an inquisitive child and I loved to listen to family members stories about their childhood and life experiences and I was always one that had more questions to ask and thankfully I had family members who took the time to share their stories with me were always happy to answer any questions or additional questions that I had at the time about uh, different experiences they had went through or how their childhood was. And when I thought back on kind of which, uh, what age range I was when I could distinctly remember having these type of conversations, I had be- had to be between the ages of seven and nine, um, I would say. And even though I didn't know it at the time, I guess that my uh, ancestors or family members um knew that one day what they were sharing with me would, you know, presumably help me one day when I came into uh, things that I thought were challenging or obstacles, them sharing their stories and what they had went through. uh, They knew that, you know, it would possibly help me one day uh, to know that, you know, whatever I set my mind to that I could accomplish. So a lot of people may ask, you know, why do I need to take the time to research my family history or, you know, is it important? But, you know, definitely I think, you know, I've heard the saying, you know, before you can, um, you know, know where you're going, you have to know where you've come from. And I think that saying is still true today. You know, a lot of people have self-doubt or fears about what they can accomplish or what they can overcome. But I think sometimes revisiting stories of our ancestors or stories of our family members who are still living, you know, definitely is an encouragement and a testament to, you know, if they overcame certain obstacles and, you know, many times with, uh, more difficult situations that we face today, then definitely that is a testament to us that we can overcome anything that we uh, set our mind to. So, you know, you may ask, you know, where do I begin with research? I run into a lot of people that have an interest in researching their family history, but a lot of times it's often like, where do I begin? And so when I was planning uh, this podcast, I kind of sat down and thought about how I first started 
researching my family history. And so the first thing that I would recommend to someone um, just starting out researching their family history is just to take some time, carve out some time and just sit down and reflect on what you know about yourself and your family um, on your maternal line or paternal line, um, any siblings that your mother or father may have had, uh, as well as um, their parents, your grandparents, any information that you know about them. I would say the first step is to just write down what you know about yourself and your family. After doing that, the second thing I would recommend to someone um, just starting out researching their family history is to connect with an immediate family member after that in your family. Preferably, this would be um, one of your oldest family members or uh, the matriarch of the family, or but definitely someone who has been around for a while and could possibly fill in some gaps that you may have, whether this be um, a family member's date of birth, uh, date of death, where they last lived, um, who they were married to, any of that information, uh, older family member could definitely help you with. Um, you will also want to ask uh, that family member, is it any family memorabilia that you could look at or documents that they have that they could share with you that could help um, fill in or extend your family um, tree? Um, I would also recommend that before you start your research that um, you can find these documents, either a family group sheet or a pedigree chart by simply doing a Google, a Google search. There are uh, many out there, but on the family group sheet, it would actually allow you to list the name, the date of birth, any children that that family member may or may not have had, and also if they uh, were married, what their spouse's name was. Another um, type of document that you could record on is the pedigree chart. This chart actually uh, records generations. So the family group sheet is just limited to a family but if you choose to do your research and recordings on a pedigree chart, you can actually extend out by recording generations on one document. So once you have had a chance to talk to as many immediate family members as you can, I would also encourage you to reach out to any extended family members. Um, if they're not available and you know of neighbors that they had that could also be helpful in speaking to them to try to um, expand your family tree. So step one again is just simply writing down what you know about yourself uh, and your family. Step two would be speaking with uh, an immediate family member, preferably the oldest one. And then step three would be to talk to as many immediate uh, family members as you can or their neighbors.
So after you've completed step one, two, and three, you want to take some time and actually organize the information that you have gathered up to this point. And then it's up to you to decide which family line you wish to research first, whether that be your maternal or paternal line. So next you will start researching whatever line you choose. And at this point, you're looking to fill in any missing information or just information uh, that you are lacking, um, which are causing gaps in your tree. So many people actually start their research online, um, which is a great place to start. But I once saw a document that uh, showed an iceberg and the top of the iceberg represented what people could actually find on the Internet. And we always know the bottom of the iceberg is always bigger than the top. And the bottom of this iceberg on this document represented information on an ancestor that is not online. So I say that to say that definitely starting online is a great place, but if you are not finding information or you're finding very little information on an ancestor online, to not get discouraged because that's just an indication that it may be time to move on to um, another location. And I'll be discussing that in this podcast. So some online resources that I, I started using and some that I still use today is definitely Ancestry.com. They are one of the largest um, online data collection for genealogy. Um, however, I will say that Ancestry does limit the data collections that you can see if you are not a paid subscriber versus the entire collection you can see if you are a paid subscriber. However, many public libraries actually subscribe to Ancestry.com. So I just want to let you know that if you are wanting to kind of get started but are not wanting to make that commitment right now to have a paid subscription, definitely check with your public library. Nine times out of ten, you'll probably be able to utilize the full collection of Ancestry.com for free through your public library. A second resource, online resource that I um, use is FamilySearch.com. Um, they have a uh, many different data collections that are accessible to you. Another one is called findagrave.com. This is where you can actually uh, look up where a family member is buried. A lot of people have also put pictures of the headstones, which are helpful if you're trying to confirm a date of birth, date of death. Another resource is called usgenweb.com. And then a fifth resource uh, specifically for African Americans is the freedmenbureau.com. These are all some of the online resources that I have used that have really helped me extend my family tree. As far as physical locations, I would also encourage people to check uh, your public libraries, 
a lot of times they have genealogy um, collections that they house. So definitely check there. In the genealogy collections that libraries may have, you may be able to access family history books on family names. They may also have passenger lists that you can look up. If you need to access microfilm or microfilm reader libraries, uh, that have genealogy collections usually have the microfilm readers. And then, of course, like I mentioned, getting the free access to Ancestry.com or even Heritage Quest, uh, you can access through uh, public libraries. Uh, also, the National Archives is a great, great place you can actually um, do a Google search to see where they are located. But I know for the southern region, which is um, the area that I'm located in, our National Archives is actually located in Atlanta. So definitely check where your um, closest National Archives is. Also, your state archives is a great resource. Also, um, you may get to a point where you actually have to travel to a cemetery to confirm um, information. So um, that is another great resource. Also, there are several different genealogy societies that sometimes have databases that you can access. Also, the Office of Vital Statistics is helpful when you need to either uh, confirm um, not only a date of death, but sometimes when you receive uh, a death certificate through the Office of Vital Statistics, it may have the ancestor's mother or father's first and last name or just last name on there. And I know specifically for me, uh, using the Office of Vital Statistics has been very helpful. So definitely don't rule that out. And you can check with your state, but if an ancestor um, or just a person in general has been dead for so many years, that information is free to the public to access um, with a small fee. I believe I may have paid 5 or $7, but definitely the information that you're able to get is definitely worth it to further your research. Um, another physical location would be churches. If you knew where... A particular family worshipped or went to church. Churches are actually great resources for furthering your research because many times they keep records of baptisms, um, also um, records of funerals that may have taken place there. So these are actually just some physical um, locations that you can go to when trying to further your family research. Definitely through Ancestry, they're one of the bigger ones with the DNA testing is another great, great resource to help you further um, your family tree. Um, Ancestry and also 23andMe are probably two of the most popular ones when doing DNA testing. I've actually used Ancestry, um, which was a very, it was about a six week turnaround and um, I have not, as of this recording, but I plan to use 23andMe also. 
So definitely DNA is another uh, resource that can help you extend your family tree. So these are just some quick resources to just help you get started. I will just remind you that genealogy takes time. I still am researching um, as of the recording of this podcast and, um, you know, it definitely does take time. So, you know, if you've gotten started, but kind of stopped, uh, don't get discouraged. And, you know, sometimes you may have to go down another, uh, family line or family tree to actually further your research, but, you know, it takes time, but you'll always be discovering, um, something new. So I just wanted to provide some resources to those of you who are wanting to get into genealogy that maybe haven't started yet, or maybe you've started and stopped, or maybe you've at least picked up one or two resources, um, hopefully from this podcast to just help you further your research. So I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. I would encourage you to subscribe to this podcast where you will never miss an episode and definitely be alerted when new content is released. So thanks for tuning in. Until next time.